Dan, you're the lore lad, so you got to have your book report or whatever prepared this week. Oh, for you, you mean what that, you want to talk about that thing that we stopped doing like four episodes ago? No, I uh, think it's. I think if you look back across the catalog of our show, that, you'll that be we would have stopped on your to episode. find a single instance of us not doing it. Yes. No, we're not doing it. Any, we, it's been shown time and time again that any attempt to introduce <laughs> structure into the, this podcast <laughs> is doomed to fail. <laughs> it's a little bit like lighting a match on the Hindenburg is introducing structure into anything with you in it. Well, well actually, it's perfectly safe to light matches on the Hindenburg because... Those dirigibles, those blimps are filled with helium. I wish uh, I could have a, a Zeppelin. That'd be oh, dude. Yeah. I was looking at diagrams of Zeppelins the other day. Yeah. Uh, it's insane the way that you would live on there. Like a king. <laughs> well, it's pretty much just a submarine with a huge fucking tumor on top of it that you can't access. So it's... It is like living on a submarine. It's, if it's you're like, on the crew. It's like living on a submarine, but a badass. It's a hallway you live in, and also you have to maintain like a 10,000 pound steel fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't but know how I'll much have a whole weighed. crew of manservants who maintain the Zeppelin for me. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, because once I have it, I'm already like a billionaire tycoon. Yeah. yeah. Did you know there are only like 15 operating blimps in the world today? Yeah. That checks out. It's a bummer. It's sad. It really fucking sucks. It's the coolest way to travel, and it's dead. Yeah, there was that brief phase where people's futurist visions all involved blimps. Yeah, that Halcyon era. Like, in the year 2000, and everyone's wearing spacesuits and also flying around blimps. Oh, like, H.G. Mm. Wells has that one book that's about, like, land tanks. Like, these giant, like, fortresses on treads that go around, and they, like, fight battles. Uh, it's like... We could have had that. That would have been pretty cool. That's uh, fucking cool. But we don't. We don't. Because helium, we ran out. And now people are like, oh, we need it for science, which is <laughs> dumb. Right? Well, <laughs> is, is helium the one that there's like a certain amount we have and there will never be any more? Uh, I don't know how it's uh, created. If Chessman were here, this is where we would get this is a three-minute... <laughs> this is my time Chessman to shine, brother. Opening up Wikipedia and pretending he's not opening it. He's like, actually... Helium <laughs> is defined as he's a gas, like, first of all. I majored in computer science, but I know every type of science. It's on the periodic table. I don't know if you boys knew that. <laughs> no, we mine, it, we mine it out of the ground, and like I think there is a concrete amount of it on Earth, and once we use it, I don't know if we have a way to distill it, but well, yeah, I don't like, think we can make it. Yeah, maybe. I, God, that's terrifying. Well, actually, well, how bad could it be? Because those, right? but the, like Listeners, the Hindenburg didn't wait, use helium; <laughs> it used like hydrogen or some shit. That was the problem. I, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I think you're actually right because it did blow the fuck up. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it did. Point of yeah, record: was... <laughs> <laughs> the Hindenburg did explode. <laughs> I mean, that's your theory. Like well, that's the narrative that theory. the news tries to sell you on. I had an eighth grade history teacher, and she was like uh, the Hindenburg. She, Miss Honan, uh, an insane woman who was like 80 years old at the time of teaching me, old Ironside. She's probably still alive, uh, if I know her. But uh, she told us that the Hindenburg, uh, the government didn't want people to know what actually happened to it, which is that it exploded because it flew into some blinds. Uh, and she never explained what that meant. Like and blinds, like like a was like, like, like a window curtain? blinds. <laughs> like <laughs> we don't on a window. Know. <laughs> we don't know. But she reiterated. I think, it. Did she think the Hindenburg a was? Few <laughs> 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 it 
It was, my grandson brought a Hindenburg to my apartment and he threw it into the window. So she was like an extremely confusing Hindenburg truther. She was a Hindenburg truther. And then uh, I don't want to conflate her with another crazy teacher I had. Uh, this other teacher I had believed to. that the Incans were angelic beings and that they committed no sins and that they uh, – when the Spaniards arrived, God actually loved the Incans so much that he took them up into heaven, and that's why they all disappeared. But they didn't disappear. They didn't. Yeah, no. It's, it's insane. <laughs> I wonder where Miss Wooten is now, like the music teacher who believed that, but yeah. Well, if you're still with us, uh, some of you might know that this is actually a podcast about world building that you're listening to. It's called 30 Minute Worlds, and every week, we me- talk about dirigibles. Yeah, that's you right. You talk about well, dirigibles. To be fair, it's very cool, and I'm very sad that I can't own a dirigible. But in lieu of that, I have this podcast and these two idiots to record it with me. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and you might notice the third idiot is gone this week because something happened with Jesus. I don't really know the details. Mm, he's in an evangelical cult. Uh Yes. <laughs> I, I, no riff. I, I, you get real. the gist of it. I don't need, yeah, no, I don't need to elaborate yeah, too no, much on that. <laughs> we're real we're very concerned him. about him. Yeah. <laughs> He's our friend. Great guy. Okay, and plus, so, without him, we'll never get the podcast uploaded. Oh, fuck. He is the we'll never. Uh, never Dad happen. is the war lad today. Yep. Which means that's that right. he controls all, and uh, we have to bring him words as tribute. And we build a fantasy or sci-fi setting. Sometimes something even weirder than those two, some that, absurdist genre. Yeah, I feel it's like sort of, at least a fourth of the time it transcends genre. Yeah, at least a yeah. fourth of the time we just completely drop the ball and whatever we build is like a fantasy sitcom that doesn't exist. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Do so my word is Frasier. <laughs> no, we're not doing the Frasier the Frasier build, Dan. <laughs> uh, on, when we have three of us... My word is Niles. <laughs> Finally, Frasier world. <laughs> when there's only three of us, the lore lad also picks a word? You do. You get to exert more control that way. So Okay, great. Uh, uh, what order do we want to go in, boys? You guys have I'll anything I'll go good? first. I would like to actually pick, because we haven't done this, I would like to pick the word sitcom. Sitcom. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Elvin? Flower. Flower. Okay. And I think that my word is going to be... I really have Zeppelins on the brain, which is... I know you do. I, <laughs> is he going to do it? My tragic addiction to airships. Is he going to say airship? <laughs> I blame the Japanese for this. Uh, uh, no, my word is... Um, my word is college. Yeah. So... Interesting. Sitcom is, of the three, sort of what defines it. Uh, this setting, like, or, like, this... Prompt, I guess. There could be a prominent sitcom in, in this, this world. In this world, they watch sitcoms. And this <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I feel a little. Let me take uh, you to the <laughs> Also, I'd like to point of for the record, just bring up Belvin. You, you flour, really? <laughs> no, it could be the baking ingredient. It could be. It's a baking I, I sitcom. <laughs> He never did, and I you gotta give credence to Belvin and let it hear him out before he goes full hippie so on you. I think the core distinction with a setting in which sitcom 
a sitcom features predominantly. The question is, is the setting the sitcom or is it a world which is then acted upon by a sitcom? What if the world is a sitcom for another uh, race? I was thinking the same thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What? We're both hacks. We <laughs> Imagine an alien race that is essentially terraforming, quote unquote, the world into like a sitcom world. Imagine the Truman Show. <laughs> They're just trying to make the world more amusing. For the 24-7 Twitch-style streams they have of everyone. Oh, that God. is kind of neat because a sitcom is – so the world is unknowingly or perhaps knowingly producing thousands upon thousands of situational comedies for an extraterrestrial or extraplanar uh, entity or race, let's say. What if – um? What if, like, we are sort of at the whim of some sort of extra-dimensional being and we are – entertaining them by creating these sitcoms we can't fight them but we can keep them from destroying us because we're more interesting alive than gone much like we do to our listeners every saturday tune in 30 minute world please continue donating to the patreon <laughs> i feel like yeah, i feel like those are two very interesting options one where like people are kind of just like being pushed and engineered in sitcom situations like the society yeah, is just yeah the, and the other one is yeah. like a little darker i think because it's people Dancing as puppets knowingly for some overlordy kind of. I think people are starting to figure it out, and it's starting to shatter society. The, the Truman Show plot is progressing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't think you want it to be too black pilled. Because there has to be some conflict, right? I don't think that the world knows about it. I think that probably there's a group of people that know about it, and that could be where mm -hmm. like the college freak uh, factors into it. What if they're trying to like develop a sitcom that? I don't know if it could get a message out like to some other beings out in the world. Uh, the stupid idea I have is is just to make a show that is so funny that they literally laugh themselves to death. These extra dimensional beings. I think the plot would be the people who have become Fraser pilled, like they realize that it's all uh, it's all a sitcom. And there's the uh, episode title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they realize that it's all a sitcom. Uh, they're like, hey, isn't it weird that I live with my mother-in-law after my wife died and, like, uh, fucking we have a kooky mailman who comes in on... Like, that's not normal fucking behavior, but everyone, like, lives with a monkey or, like, <laughs> like instances yeah. of that are, like, way higher. Well, there's an animal mascot or, like, there's always a cute, like, child character arriving in your household. Depending on the sitcom, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so what, what I think could be interesting is, like, less obvious forms of sitcomification where people's lives are just made more amusing. Like maybe they have a way of <laughs> yeah, making you yeah. clumsier by dampening your motor function or like engineering <laughs> yes. pratfalls. No, like they dampen your common sense. Like uh, you break someone's TV and then instead of telling them about it, you have an urge to make up an elaborate lie. And then yeah, exactly. you're like, what, what? Why would why am I thinking like this? <laughs> what is wrong with me? Could there be like a class of people in the world that are like like a producer class of people basically that they are engineering these situations from behind the scenes? I think there has to be collaboration yeah. to get all this stuff happening. Well, what just occurred to me is an AI engineering the like what if there's a neural field that everyone's trapped into except for the people who are Fraser pilled? Um, and there's an mm -hmm. AI that is procedurally making everything more sitcommy. In their lives. That, okay. That'd be interesting. This is yeah. more of a matrix type but, thing. Because at scale, we're talking about millions and millions of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that I think that frankly both are probably needed. Yeah, and like, maybe I think like that, there's some shows, like the most popular shows or the most popular like individuals to follow have writer rooms and <laughs> producers and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've just had a great four season run of the White House. Uh, there are collaborators, right? What? How are these collaborators rewarded? Uh, how do they communicate with the intelligence? Uh, and how are they rewarded in real life? Um, could be like your classic sort of alien abduction kind of thing. And maybe they've been like seeded with nanomachines or something in their brains. I got uh, you. I think we should nail down that it's not, it is real life. There's just a predictive AI being used. It's not like everything's zeros and ones. Cause that's a much bigger pill. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not yeah. yeah. matrix. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, what if, um, everyone's being subtly mind controlled. Yeah, there's psychic manipulation going on. It it could Uh, be that instead of being independent actors, these producers are people that have been like, they are part of the neural network of the AI in ways that others aren't. So when they're being like told to do something, it's a subconscious impulse that's rewarded with like a hit of dopamine by like doing stupid shit that instigates a sitcom episode like plot. Like, okay, like the premise like of an purposefully episode. Yeah. messing up other people's know. lives, uh, behaving in the sitcom manner where you're uh, just not learning lessons from things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Referring yeah, when, back to your default character when at the, the beginning of each episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R- whenever like, uh, what happens if they stop watching someone's show and it gets... So that's why I said like the... Uh, on Twitch right now, the trend is Grand Theft Auto role-playing server, NoPixel. Mm-hmm. Sure. And essentially, people stream for like say ten hours, right? They're playing this yeah. character. Their character is just moving through storylines the whole time. It, it's essentially mm-hmm. like an always-on TV show where you can follow different characters, quote unquote, right? And I, I think that'd be a similar setup. The people in the, the galactic realm or the spirit realm, I like galactic, uh, who are watching this show, can just like on Twitch, you choose different channels, can just like move through their favorite people to watch, um, and they're following the sitcom world that way but like uh if if you don't draw a lot of viewers uh does that dopamine rush stop what if here's what i posit right all right what if here's how we can tie to college into this what if uh the ai the predictive ai is like if we keep pumping the gas on this people are going to figure out what's wrong so what if the sitcomification we only sitcom these people's lives through their college period. So it's a very short window. Uh, and everyone who associates afterwards, like, hey, wasn't that weird? They can just be like, oh, that was just college. There's just, you know, college, everything was like that. <laughs> so, like, you kind of get this. I want to fight you on that. I think that's, this, that's a I, cool I idea. I think it's sort of. It sort of limits our... Uh, I just have all... It really is an expansive possibility to me when it's just like the whole world is under a sitcom okay, world. Okay, okay. Let me in college. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we, it does smaller. need to be brought in, but like I think that Belvin's right because otherwise it's just undeclared over and over and over again and that wasn't very... It wasn't a great show. Oh. Yeah, it was not his best work. Yeah, I think it's interesting if there are different styles of comedy being explored in people's lives. Like what if people are being manipulated into an it's always sunny type show. That's yeah, where it destroys your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you become I, addicted I, I, to I think it's probably crack. a lot of that. Um, but some people have like heartwarming shows like sitcoms like Young Sheldon, like sitcoms that mothers watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, total because I mean, it's appealing to a galactic audience, right? So it's gonna mm. have a lot of different flavors of. I like uh, that it's it could be implied to there's like a serious drama planet as well uh, out there, or like there are other planets where other genres oh, are produced. Yeah, a soap opera planet. <laughs> yeah, a soap planet. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Galaxy of television. All the different genres of all the different galactic races because those are mm-hmm. the Earth exports. Oh man, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so. We sort of have a setting where, like, an unnamed, unknown alien race, to for their own entertainment throughout the galaxy, has, like, basically created worlds to produce entertainment for them, content television. And Earth is the sitcom world. Well, maybe not Earth. Maybe um, they, they've... Earth has joined the galactic community, and it's a different planet altogether. It's a different human colony. I don't know. So the, the AI is called the Neural... Uh, intelligence life enhancement system or Niles, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so <laughs> Niles, Melvin's favorite episode. <laughs> Niles, we don't know how it was created. It's from off world. Uh, was there a period before it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, are there people still alive who remember what things were like before? No. No, I don't think so. No, I think it's so been a while. The, how does the pill? How does the Fraser pill happen? Does it happen at college? Does it happen when you're exposed to a certain flower? I think it does happen. Uh... <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how stoner sitcoms aren't Hell like yeah, funny. Bro. Like they're re- really fucking dumb. Yeah. I mean, this is funny, but it's not a sitcom. Anyway, go on. Well, what if? you were to imbibe a certain herb that prevented your sitcom from being funny. People smoke weed to break out the matrix. (laughs) 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 Hey, stoners listening to this, you're right. Niles does not approve. (laughs) You you become so unfunny. You slip beneath the radar of the neural of the Niles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so the heroes of this story are the stoners. Well, I'm just thinking it could be some other flower, but I mean, flower was brought up and I'm trying to integrate the prompts at, uh, you know, at a respectable Wait, 1845 this, minute. This would mean that the episodes that the galaxy is watching, the stoner characters are usually the ones breaking the fourth wall being like, no, really, we're on a TV show. Yeah, we're yeah. on a TV show. And no one listening. <laughs> It's a running gag. <laughs> like the resistance, essentially the running gag on this. Bro, please save us from this world. <laughs> We're gonna get it's off this real. alien world, bro. Dude. Yeah, I was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" <laughs> oh, that goofy Belvin. <laughs> what a guy. Because <laughs> when you're in that state of mind and you're super paranoid, it's easy to see the patterns to things. Why is my pet monkey constantly a thorn in my side, even though he ruined my shirt last weekend and now he's going to ruin my dinner with my boss? It doesn't make sense <laughs> that I even keep him it, out of his cage. or let him a knife for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, seven central. <laughs> Why did my brother's appearance totally change last year? Like, I don't understand. You know, it could be it could be like ayahuasca or some sort of you know how like when people go on ayahuasca, they literally like change their entire outlook in life like. 
30% of the time. I mean, it could be just that mind-altering... Any drug that, like, really yeah. alters brainwaves or something. Yeah, too. yeah. I think, like, mind-altering substances would fuck with the influence yeah, of the yeah. Niles. Yeah, LSD uh, and mushrooms are also a way to break out of the Matrix to everyone. All right, good. We didn't use a Belvin prompt for nature. We used it for drugs. Which may you get one to two. <laughs> That's what we call the hat trick. <laughs> uh, so I think then that if there is any sort of resistance or like, I don't know if it's a resistance, but like a network of information sharing, because people use drugs for the first time, typically in college, I think it's organized through universities like on this planet. I guess that could kind of make sense. Yeah. yeah, maybe the college, like, uh, activist groups, there's sort of like a, a college activism scene of people. It's also funny to, like, to imagine that, like, it's the people that don't do drugs that you <laughs> that you can't the trust tools, in college. <laughs> They're the squares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, college is just full of straight men. And <laughs> oh, that's true. For every stoner, there has to be like a straight man that gets created. So in a way, they're kind of exacerbating. <laughs> and that's how the world keeps running. Because oh there's straight man characters. That's actually a can... nightmare. Because, uh, oh my God. Nothing you can do to fight back. I think you wouldn't hate being a straight man. You have a job. You have like a steadier existence. You can just like sort of dryly no, I mean, react it, but to it things. But it perpetuates. Uh, there's no way to break free. Even the way that you think of as breaking free the AI will just crank up like, well, we need to make more uh, straight men. That's true. Well, sometimes you get flanderized, too, or your character just gets more and more exaggerated as the seasons yeah. go on. In this society, uh, drug use is very, very heavily penalized as a result of Niles literally putting its foot on the gas and being like, we have to tamp down on awareness of the neural intelligence. The tactic of like these basically activist groups is to try and soften drug policy on their planet. Yeah, uh, drug legalization advocates. Yeah. Well, I think the other, the only other things they can really do are they can like promote drug usage to remove people from the network, or they can try and tank what is viewed as like the most popular shows. I know what they can do. Yeah. Terrorism. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to watch a sitcom to feel bad, Right. Maybe that could be, we could... People get shot on your sitcom. <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting. What if there's like a before time and then like the trouble start where they resort to... And that's interesting because yeah. th that means there's like mm. idyllic sitcom period of this world and then like the trouble start and suddenly like yeah. horrifying terrorism is interrupting the galaxies. Oh, I, that's really no, cool, yeah. Because like they would literally... They wouldn't try to work within the government, right? Because they recognize the government is controlled by the government Niles. government is... <laughs> uh, you can't affect change through it. And also, like, all the human beings are Parks mm -hmm. and Rec as... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's sitcom to hell. It's the most straight men. Well, and so you have, like, all of these normal sitcom tropes and plot lines, but characters die between episodes or, like, get mutilated and shit like that. It's this <laughs> awful guerrilla conflict. Oh, no. <laughs> it becomes too many cooks world. Yeah, depending on the levity yes. of the sitcom that you barge in on, certain sitcoms could have high degrees of levity where, like, people are just maimed and then return to normal in the next episode like it's no big fucking deal. Man. Full House uh, would have been very different. It's like, man, how come we have a hospital system that doesn't fucking treat people except for one day at a time? <laughs> They're completely cured. 
of anything that happened to them. We're just picturing like scrubs, but like a gun wielding like terrorist comes into the show, like the middle of a B plot, twenty minutes or fifty minutes in, and just starts gunning people. Well, also, down. the scrubs equivalent starts getting like more and more grisly as all the patients they bring in or survivors. Of- Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the Fraser pill, or I'm gonna kill every last person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> These are our demands. In the in the office, cheap. <laughs> instead of like selling paper, they start like selling guns to the military. <laughs> oh my god, this is such a fucking horrifying. <laughs> this is what too much television does to you. Uh, you gotta stay off that shit, yeah, that's bro. Why you shouldn't watch television. This episode's right. bananas. I love it. This is, I think, since the mob one, one of the crazier ones we've done. Yeah. Uh, um, let's keep going. We got some time. So we have like the conflict established and we have people fighting against it. Do we want to talk about like the, uh, owners, like the aliens? Yeah. Yeah. The producers as it were. Yeah. Um, the thing is I'm struggling to think of a way to flesh them out that doesn't make them less scary. We don't really fucking know. Yeah. They, they are terrifying. I think they should be scary. Uh, the only non-scary thing about them is they like sitcoms. The galaxy gets their ent- entertainment in a way that's so morally bankrupt and like yeah. manipulative of living beings. Well, they have like a type one civilization that has no interest in enlightening lesser life forms, but instead seeks to yeah. exploit them for entertainment. <laughs> the ratings mongers. An S-tier <laughs> civilization that instead of forming a federation, they formed like a network. Uh, and oh, then the just network. started yeah, just call it the network. using <laughs> the network. They just started using Niles, which was originally like some sort of terraforming or like uplift AI. Uh, they started using him to just fucking destroy cognizance on a <sighs> galactic scale. God, can you imagine getting trapped on like the children's television planet? You just have nobody can speak with words that have more than five letters in them. <laughs> Every sentence is like six words long, Max. Can, can you say broken? Can you say leg? Can you free me? The worst part about it, too, is on Earth, we can't watch any of the sitcoms. No. Yeah, we don't get any of the good we channels. No, you mean the networkized worlds? Yeah, the networkized worlds don't even get to... Maybe you don't get to watch TV. That makes sense. If your world has been networked, like TV isn't really a concept to you. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to blow the game away. Yeah, uh, it's, it's sort of like how in The Walking Dead, zombie fiction doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Like broadcast television doesn't exist on these planets. It'd be cool if like there was evidence they uncovered that we invented broadcast television and then it was basically tamped down on by the AI. Like, uh, we have movies, like we have movie theaters, but the concept of broadcast television, every time it's come up, people have just disappeared. Like, like the guy who invented the car powered on, like, vegetable oil. Like, he's just fucking... Conspiracy that goes to the top. We have movies and we have, like, radio and, like, plays, but we don't have television. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. movie theaters... Big in sitcom, telling someone to be quiet in a movie theater and that escalating, that's great comedically. <laughs> no, there's so much. Multiple time throw episodes of Intersect with a theater in important ways. So right, can't, right. Can't cut that. Mm. Uh, and like people will just muse too. Like they'll be like, man, wouldn't it be great if we had the movie theater, but it was, we'd watch it from man, our homes. You heard? And the aliens work. will laugh at it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All our top scientists tried, man. <laughs> well, it's really funny to imagine like some of these ending up in like Cinemax worlds and just everybody's just having sex all the time gratuitously for no reason. Oh, like, well, yeah. I hadn't even thought about this, but you know how in the West world, it's like a thing where you get to enter what is essentially a TV show. Like they're. Uh-huh. There's mm-hmm. a whole storyline going on. They're they're all doing the thing. S- spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Isn't this one? For early it is. on, right? First episode, yeah, like like the second episode. Yeah. Um, so you're saying maybe certain uh, aliens could get implanted in human bodies, and- pay their way into being a walk on. Yes, that would explain. Okay, some I like things. that. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, at the beginning, you were talking about like people entering in, like playing certain roles. Um, like outside agitators, like what if, what if those people are just people paying their way through Westworlding their way into the uh, yeah yeah show. just wacky sitcom situations that would be very funny. The Fonz is an alien. <laughs> it's like just, I want the best part. I want all the girls to love me. I want a leather jacket. <laughs> Man, uh, the sitcom sucks. <laughs> it's all about this one guy. Come on, make me a fan favorite. <laughs> My dad's rich. <laughs> It is crazy, too, that if you're, like, funny enough, even in the sitcom world they produce, some rich, like, fucking alien pervert can be like, hey, I want to be Daniel. And then they just scoop your brain out from your body, and then someone gets to fucking be you, and you die. (laughs) (laughs) In a world without broadcast TV, too, they wouldn't have stuff like the telephone or, uh... They'd really only have like electrical like no, generators and stuff. We had telephones. we had telephones and radio and all of that way before we had TV. Oh, okay. Then maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'd tamp down on radio because the radio plays. But again, they fucking. I think they've seen this a billion times, so they know I think how it radio goes. can exist. But like uh, the thing is, this is another part where Chessman would tell us how television works. If we were here, thank but, God he's not here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know Fuck. how TV works, but it was done away with by the aliens. That's all that needs to be said. Yes, they have suppressed it most expertly. Yeah, um, I'm imagining kind of a world where it's like the, it's kind of like the '80s where people have like car phones and briefcases and like technology is actually kind of stagnant because they've had to suppress more and more technology. The internet, you can't really have a yeah, lot of that. You know, uh, Legion is a show that does a weird thing where there's like 60s plus modern day. Like mm-hmm. some technology is old and some of it just feels pretty modern. It's just... Yeah, it's uh, like a retro future society. Yeah, a kind retro of. future kind of. Yeah. Like That's that. cool. I, I definitely think it would need to be stagnant. Like, because like Walt says, you kind of get a snowball effect mm-hmm. with technology at a certain point. Yeah, no, they they keep it Star Wars. Things stick around. They for keep 3, it right years. at the edge yeah. of where we could discover it. Or the internet too would let people congregate. So that's yeah, not fucking allowed, right? Uh, suppress anything that could discover Niles. Oh yeah, yeah certainly. No, so, no advanced computers or anything like that. IBM like, doesn't exist. Yeah, all the yeah. computing is sort of like on a fixed path. Whereas like you get to program certain things. Um, and then in 20 years you get Pong. Yeah. You, <laughs> I like the idea that like the aliens have done the numbers on like how technologically advanced a society can get to be most entertaining without breaking the way it works. I think that's all Niles. I think the aliens themselves, the network, they're kind of slovenly and not mm-hmm. creative. But Niles knows how this shit works because he's a being of theoretically infinite intelligence being misused 
uh, to fuck with people, <laughs> to, oh, to no, create that, great TV. Well, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, Niles feels like it's beneath him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, what happens if an alien uh, gets given drugs in some way? I don't think it works on them. Yeah. Right? They're just, because, they don't get it. Yeah, well, maybe they can just get enhancements in some way. Well, you would think that when they're putting the aliens into these people's bodies, they would also fiddle with the bodies a little bit to be like, all right, and let's also like fucking tamp down on anything that could fuck up uh, this revenue stream going forward. Right. And so people are being modified as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Yet another very hopeless (laughs) setting. (laughs) Um, If you're knowing the fun sitcoms before the troubles. Yeah. Pre troubles. You want to land in that <laughs> in that ballpark. Mm. All right. Damn, what else you want to bring to the fore here about this setting? Um, trying to think about like what I mean. There, are, the problem is that it's hard to talk about like the other genres of planets without deep diving into them. Yeah, I mean, uh, we could just briefly we can end the show. Let's end the show by skipping around, just like thinking a few things about because like I was just thinking there would be drama planets that would have a certain shelf life because. Like, things will blow up, people would die. It's like a disposable oh. planet, essentially. I, yeah, like, drama planets can't sustain themselves. They yeah. literally... Yeah, dark stuff just happens too much to actually... Everyone fucks or kills each other to death, uh, and they have to cycle through. If you reach, like, critical mass, or you really fail to deliver, they just probably nuke your planet. They cancel you, yeah. Final season of Game of Thrones comes out. They implode, they throw the planet into the sun. That's all. No one's watching. I like to think that Niles can't administrate dramas as well because they all require a certain level of tension. Whereas the sitcom, you can just put that on autopilot for indefinitely. Well, is there a different AI for each planet? I thought Niles uh, uh, was assigned to the sitcom planet. And because it's an AI, there can be duplicates, right? That's true as well. The same basic neural network is applied, but they develop personality, I, I assume, over yeah, the course I, of... Yeah, I like that more, because I think it's more fun, too, if the AI are almost, in some situations, competing against one another for the best ratings. Oh, they're different networks. Yeah. Oh my god, that's horrifying. I think that there may be, like, a central cortex or something, but there's different, like, facets of each AI that runs each planet. Yeah. And there could be period piece planet as well. Uh, where the technology stagnation is ramped up to like 11. Mm-hmm. The, like the technology hasn't advanced in a hundred years. It's all like pole dark and Victorian era uh, <laughs> dramas. And when you think about other galactic races, it'd just be such an exponential system where there's oh my God. Like thousands upon thousands of worlds being. I like the idea of they, they encounter another alien species and they're just so boring that they don't bother to make them part of the network. They're just like, if you guys want to watch this, it's like nineteen ninety nine a month with ads, $50 a month without. <laughs> it's the PBS people who want like really dry, realistic entertainment. Watch this <laughs> actual culture. Just do nothing. God damn. Yeah. There's like an opera. <laughs> planet. It's like a, there'd be nature documentary planets where they intentionally keep sentient life from evolving uh holy shit yeah there would be eden planets just because it's good television yeah (laughs) Yeah. jesus (laughs) and that ai is definitely an attenborough bot Uh, (laughs) this is what i'd like to revisit (laughs) 
just to nail down so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. motto. <laughs> Folks, that's our show. If you liked this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Saturday. If you want, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with anyone who likes world building. It really helps us out. Our artist courtesy the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet us too at LoreLads or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building.